Mike Steve Show. It's going to be fun. The Mike Time Steve Show. Welcome everyone to the Mike Time Steve Show. And this week, Mike Time Steve equals a chokeout and then a fight broke out. <laughs> oh boy, what happened last night, man? I can't even describe right now. Um, so I'm, we're sitting there watching what I thought was a great fight, and then the bigger news is what happened after the fight. So I mean, as a lot of you guys at home know, it just was all out chaos. It just went down. I mean, Mike, I know you didn't get a chance to, to see it live. I didn't, I didn't. But watching it live, man, I got to tell you, like, I, I almost crapped myself. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is going I thought it was going to be like an all out riot. Right, like, right. Like, you know, like just spilling out, out into the streets. And uh, luckily it was contained. Uh, we have a clip of all that chaos right now. And uh, I just kind of uh, wanted to roll that real quick. So listening to that right there, it kind of sounded like WWE right, instead right. of uh, UFC. Like even the announcer was like, it was almost like you're ready for, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, because it, it sounded like that. But right. it was incredible. I mean, uh, look, uh, McGregor lost. But then after that, to just add insult to injury, he then spits on him. Right. And then he throws his mouthpiece towards his trainer, goes after him and climbs a thing like a spider monkey. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and he just, <laughs> and he goes, he goes over there and like, it's like, I don't know. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Ron Artest, right? You know, right, when, right. when he did his thing, but it was directed at one guy. But you can't have that. And you know, uh, you know, Dana will tell you the same thing. You know that he was just looking out for the safety. I mean, what you what did you hear about when you first saw this, Mike, and you heard about the news? So the f- what came to your mind? What I was thinking during the whole promotion of this whole thing, like Dana White was beyond excited. Like mm-hmm. even when they they had their little like face to face meeting and uh, McGregor like hit his hand, like you could see Dana White was like completely excited and and he kept promoting this thing he was on tmz he was on all these other outlets like saying like this is our biggest uh playoff uh uh pay-per-view ever so um personally like i i respect him for not giving uh habib um khabib the the uh the belt at that time but obviously he is the champ so um, you know, I, I just, I, it was like reading a WWE script. Like, it was honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's like Habib instead of Khabib. Khabib. I think like the K Habib. is like uh, it, silent. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is it? Right. I think so we have I the, pronu- right. we have the pronunciation. I'm so scared after what happened but, to our boy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like hubby, but it looks like Khabib. Khabib. Oh, okay. You know, Habib. but it's so like a right. hubby. Uh, Connor McGregor. Habib. Habib. Yeah. So I was yeah. right. Yeah. So. Um, we also got like the biggest Conor McGregor fan that you mm-hmm. could ever ask on on the phone right oh, now. Oh, he does. He's on the line. He is. Ryan, you there? I'm here. Hey, buddy, what's going on? What's it's Steve. Going on? Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be 
So, uh, so I hear that you're a huge McGregor fan. Tell a little, a little bit about how that happened. What happened? Tell us a little bit about you being such a fan. How'd you end up getting into McGregor so much? Uh, it was actually his uh, first fight in the UFC. Uh, he came out. It was a prelim fight. I was lucky enough just to, you know, click on uh, Fox Sports. And it, it, the guy just told me. He was just cocky. He came out, knocked the guy out in one minute got on the mic and told Dana 60 G's baby and I've just been going along for the ride since then that's nice. freaking awesome he bought awesome. t-shirts of mine he <laughs> supported the cause you remember that you little fanboy <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know that's what he's, he's definitely entertainment uh, it's like WWE and USC all rolled into he, one he's got that Vince McMahon walk up yeah he does the Vince, the yeah, Vince walk up too it's so badass and, and uh, you know it, it actually every time I see Ryan and I, I see Connor like I smile so I've never seen somebody so passionate about a sport uh, and, and also like just the arrogance like they they have the same like ryan and his job has that arrogance mm-hmm. you know it reminds me what was going did you see it live ryan yeah i was watching it live last night. me too bro i mean describe like your feelings while you're watching that like what where's your mind at it was ups and downs i felt like connor wasn't there i mean i was i was upset you know everything was good going in first round went by quick and the second round you know connor got taken down and it was just mauling after that Right, and absolutely. The way it ended was ridiculous. Oh my God! Spitting on him, throwing his mouthpiece, jumping into the audience. Then you got then you got his coaches jumping in, punching Connor. Then you got Dana White. It's just crazy. And did you order the fight? Yeah, I ordered the fight. I had it on yeah. all my TVs. Nice. May I ask how much was it? How much was the fight last night? <laughs> what was it? Sixty-nine. Damn. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? You, it was. I would say it's the worst price of the mission. Like what after what happened after that? Right. I mean, it, it it was. It's a shame that he didn't win. But like almost the the chaos and mayhem that went down after the fight made the whole entire fight, in my opinion, because like it just it yeah, was. Now this, this is gonna shake everything up. Oh my! Yeah. Right. Nevada is gonna go after and they might lose the one fifty five belt. Uh-huh. They gotta have a one fifty five belt title match. If you give it to Ferguson, if you, you give it to Diaz, like this, this, this shakes everything up. So it's kind of just him making a fool out of himself. Right, and he and he talked about how uh, the trainer, McGregor's trainer, you know, was yelling stuff about his religion, his family, right, right. things like that. So I mean, that's that's coming right from the horse's mouth. So he he said it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm wondering, you know, how much truth there was, or if it was kind of like a predetermined thing. Because at first, when I first saw it, I was like, this dude just wanted to go out there and was like, made a point that, look, when I beat him and when I do it, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, prove a point. But mm-hmm. then again, I started thinking maybe it was something that he said, you know, maybe uh, he got him to that point. Whatever I he don't said. I understand he... how people can talk about I jump on the cage, you know. What about he talked about my religion? He talked about my country. He talked about my father. He came to Brooklyn and he broke bus. <laughs> <laughs> he came to Brooklyn. And he broke bus. Yo, bro, you're lucky you came. To, he came to Brooklyn, and that's all he broke. Like I'm just telling you, you're in Brooklyn, bro. Broke bus. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, don't bring us into it because that's a whole other story." Yeah, man. So, so you know, thanks for the call so much, man. Really, like I appreciate you calling in. I, I wanted to get a little bit more 
um, like some of your, because you seem like a really big fan to me. Mike, Mike kind of uh, screened the call before, and he was telling me, look, this, guy, this guy's a, a real legit fan. Yeah. Um, where is this taking UFC? Where is, where is this going to take UFC from this point on, in your mind? I think it only, I think after this, it's only going to get bigger. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's still talking about it. Even if it's, you know, negative publicity is the best. Yeah. You know it's going to set up a rematch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You want to see what goes on with Dustin Poirier and Nate Diaz at 155. And then you have, it just, it just, I mean, the only reason we're all talking about it is because Connor. Mm-hmm. If Connor wasn't in that fight last night, you wouldn't right. care that Habib jumped in the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. it was still pretty remarkable, though. I wouldn't care. <laughs> it was still. <laughs> it wouldn't be as big. It wouldn't be as big if Connor was not in that ring. Right. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be as big. He's a good loser. That's that's what I would tell you. Like paper. Yeah, uh, I've never met somebody who could lose a match and still like pay homage to the match. Yeah, he was a good he was a good loser, but you know Habib wasn't a good winner. That's no, that's how it's bizarre. I mean, if, if I can real quick, being being a fellow Irishman, being like a, a worse winner. Yeah, yeah. Be, being a big fan of McGregor myself, I mean, I was extremely disappointed by the loss, but I mean that that post fight that brought me right back into it. I mean, Same it would have it would have been a much more depressing ending for me mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that fight. Yeah, that, and we're gonna end the call too, but uh, we got it for for time. Uh, but I, I do appreciate the call, man. That's awesome, and uh, it's good to talk to a real fan. All right, thank All right, you, man. Ryan. Be good, Ryan. Thank you, brother. I, I I think just just the fact that um the fights beforehand definitely made up for the price of admission, absolutely, because the fights that are leading up to that were great. I must say, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, look, um, now when I when I say that he came out like a spider monkey, like <laughs> what I, I kind of want to explain that a little bit. Now, have you ever seen the movie Split? Yes. Uh, with the different personalities and yes, he's the Beast. Yes, yes, yes. He reminded me of the Beast. At the at the end, like that the way awesome. that he was crawling up that cage, yeah, I'd never seen anything like it. Like I, is it, I was like, is this a man or is it an animal? It was not right. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell a difference. And it was I crazy. Get it. Your your journal is pumping. You just yeah. defeated like somebody who nobody thought you would defeat, right? Uh, you know, so I I get like the adrenaline. Like um, one time I was working at a theme park and uh, we we're chasing a bad guy. Uh, who had something? I jumped over like a twelve foot fence, and I got to the other side. It was like, how did I do that? You know, <laughs> like, it was it so, was crazy. So I've been there. So like, yeah, it's just nuts. It's WWE to its finest. Mm-hmm. Like Dana White, congratulations. Like Vince McMahon now is trying to lobby uh, for the UFC to be like a competitor of his mm-hmm. because like it it was clear as day mm-hmm. that's the route you're going. Right. It, it was better so. than WWE because nobody knows it's staged yet. I, it, it, uh, yet he says yet I, yet yet yeah <laughs> I felt like well Dana anyway I mean Dana White had a lot to say about it um, you know I would say roll the clip I mean it, he had a, he had a lot to say out there listen up uh, I saw one of Connor's guys yelling at Habib and Habib ran and jumped over the octagon and uh, you know went, went after him then eventually Two of Habib's guys got into the octagon, and one guy hit Connor with some shots. You gotta give us a shot. <laughs> he didn't press charges against him and his team. He he doesn't care about that. He cares that he lost the fight. So so, so yes, you heard he you know he he got a shot basically to the back of him. Uh, he was he just got done with a bout. Just imagine four rounds. He just tapped out. He's kind of out of it, right? He gets a shot from 
these two uh, Russian dudes that were yeah. part of, you know, I guess part not the Russian mafia, but part of part of his <laughs> his team that came out like the Russian mafia <laughs> and just hit him while it wasn't it wasn't even fair. Oh, it like that's no sense. Like that. I mean, I know that he he, he hit right. bus. He almost broke bus. Right, right. You know, as as <laughs> in Brooklyn, Ali, in, in Brooklyn, yeah, but. Uh, Still, man, like you don't do that, dude. The guy, it's like hitting like a, like a it's like beating a dead horse. It, it makes you know no what I mean. Sense, it's yeah. like that that term, you know, let's not beat a dead horse. Yeah, That's what they he, mean. He beat a dead horse. He really did. Yeah, like he, he was already tapped out. Right, right. And and the funny part is, like Connor refuses, refuses to press any charges on on them. And and I get that. Like that's the kind of man he is. But uh, you know, it, it's just crazy. Like, and all Connor wrote on Twitter was good knock. Looking mm-hmm. forward to the rematch. So, right. I mean, like, it's crazy. Looking forward to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole world's looking forward to right. it. Yeah. Right. And, and and real quickly with that, though, too, because, you know, Connor has already gotten paid now. They're still holding Habib's uh, purse, purse for that fight. Right. Okay. still hasn't right. gotten paid because they don't know how much he's going to get fined. Mm-hmm. They don't know how or if it, he's going to be suspended. It's crazy. It's it's um it's a cool thing for UFC, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, you know. It was. And I think I think half of it was I couldn't wait to see the post game or the post uh, match right, right. because when he came out and and um you know, Dana was talking and he and he explained um cuz none of us knew what was going on. Right. He explained there's an ongoing investigation about it. Um, how the the at first two purses were held, so Connor's money was actually being held as right, well as right. Habib's. Then he came out and did another interview, which I believe we have. It's in the archive somewhere. Hopefully, the intern could pull it up. But it was it was something like uh, along the lines like, okay, I thought it was fair to the fans that explained that yes, Connor's still getting his money. So when they say purse, they mean his money for the fight. Right. So he got his purse um, back, and um, Habib still doesn't get his. And I thought that he was going to get disqualified. I right, thought, right. Like that's my thought. Yeah, yes. yeah. I thought so. And I thought like Connor would be like, and, and new champion, like WWE. Style. Yeah, because he he basically said to him, yeah, he was like, look, I'm not, I'm not giving you that belt right now. Right, right, right. You know? That's and and we reported. We're the first people to report it. Mike time, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media was on freaking point because mm-hmm. it woke me up from asleep. Like I watched. I'm not going to lie. I, I had to play the dad and husband role. So I watched This Is Us, Why on a Small Screen. Mm-hmm. I watched the Yankee and Boston game. So I was like, I got to still work, babe. And she's like, that's fine. So we watched Mandy Moore on one screen. And on a little screen, we watched the Yankees. And uh, Gary Sanchez hit a bunch of home runs. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So two, I, to be I, exact. Yeah, two. But, uh, <laughs> which is more than he hit in the whole season. Right. Uh, God bless <laughs> him. to a Yankee fan. Um, quick note, actually, about that. Yeah. Those two home <laughs> runs, Those that's the first times. Since uh, Yogi Berra in the 56 World that Series catcher. hit two home runs, that a yeah. Yankee catcher Prime. has gone deep twice in the postseason. And that's the funny part. Like, the Yankees, like, hated this dude all season. And I was like, I'll gladly take him. Because what they don't remember is a year where they didn't even make the playoffs. This kid had hit 30 home runs for him. He should have been rookie of the year. He didn't get it mm-hmm. off a of technicality because he didn't play enough games. But whatever, who cares? We're talking about Conor McGregor right now. <laughs> and, and the simple fact is it when you guys reported it, it was a WWE thing to me, like 100%. Vince McMahon's like, why didn't I think of this? Yeah. You know? like uh, It was. I yeah. Even you hear the audio, it right. sounds like, it's like, oh my, oh my God. God. He can't do that. He's got a wife think and kids. Think of his wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Lauren on Facebook yeah. says... Habib should be 100% banned from the UOC. That's a little extreme. You said that was Lauren? Yeah, Jesse Lauren. Jesse Lauren? Jesse is her first name? Yeah. Jesse. I mean, I just think that's a little extreme. I mean, look, the the, the dude definitely shouldn't have done that. There's no question. But um, I would... 
hold the title from him rather than just ban him completely. I don't think it's worth banning the dude. I don't think that right. fits the the crime. The penalty right. doesn't really he, fit the he's crime. He's definitely going to be suspended 100. percent It's just really figuring out how long the suspension is going to be. But he might get a year suspension, which is a lot. Right. That is. I mean, I mean, Lesnar got about a year suspension when he got um, caught with the. Uh, with the uh, PED uh, violation during and they, his last fight, so it's it's not unheard of. And they asked him about it too. They said to Dana White, they said, you know, is it possible that it gets stripped? Right. You know, is the belt going to get stripped? And he's like, look, if you get suspended, it if will. If you're out for a year, then you most likely yeah, you have an interim. That's champ. how he got the belt, right? Like, because Connor had that belt, but he didn't defend it. Right. Yeah. Then, no, Connor never actually lost the belt. Right. He, until last night. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and Je- Jesse Lauren, by the way, is Doug your neighbor? Just so you know, it's not mm-hmm. Jesse, it's Doug yeah. and Drag. So we'll play the clip real quick about the belt. <laughs> is Doug your neighbor? I don't know. Um, listen, if he gets suspended, depends on how long his suspension is, and yeah, he's probably going to get stripped if it's a long suspension. It's so weird that mm-hmm. the guy who runs the joint doesn't know how long you're going to get ex- suspended. Yeah, well, that's, that's what's it crazy about it, though, because right. it's actually up to the Nevada State Athletic Commission. It's not yeah. even really up to him. I get that, but like they could go to Brooklyn and uh, Connor could throw at buses and destroy right. buses again uh, to get to this guy. So it's just, uh, you know, it's crazy. But that wasn't the only crazy thing during this match, was it? Uh, there was a couple of things that were crazy. Uh, what, what I what I thought really was nuts about it mm-hmm. was the previous matches as well. Right. That's so, amazing. like, the, the ones that were, you know, not the McGregor one necessarily, but right. you had the one where the dude's face was just bloody. It looked like a murder scene. I was like, if I took that out of context, and I let's say I went upstairs and I got some dinner, I come back down and I see that, right. I'm like... Why are we watching horror movies? It's not Halloween yet. <laughs> like I, I felt like it was an actual horror film going on, and I thought maybe they they had one of those like props where like you chew on it and it makes blood, right, right, because it didn't even look real. I was like, this is insane, right, right. You had that. You had the other the other guy that won and then had that crazy comment uh, to <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Rogan. What was that comment? Um, I don't know. We don't have it. Um, oh. so. So I wouldn't. I would. Uh, but uh, he said, it, the guy's like, why? Why'd you take your pants off or whatever?" He's yeah, like, well, "Yeah, that, that my was, balls is hot." Yeah, that, that was Derek Lewis versus Alexander Volkov. That's uh, awesome. Two heavyweights, and Alexander yeah. Volkov was killing Derek Lewis the whole fight. Lewis hits him with a two piece in the last fifteen seconds of the fight, knocks him out, and then takes his pants off. Yeah, and Joe Rogan says, "Why take your pants off?" He said, "Cause my balls is hot." And yeah. then they made a song about it too. They're like, "Cause my balls is hot." Cause yeah, my balls yeah. is hot. They make a song out of everything it these days. Great. It's it crazy. Awesome. And that's, yeah. a, that's so yeah. Awesome, just to round that out real quick, the fight you were talking about previously that was Ferguson versus Pettis. That actually the won money f- fight. That that one fight of the night. That that's a fifty thousand dollars bonus for those gentlemen. Wow, right there. wow. And he and that Good. dude came in hard. Like his punches, I would keep on saying, I was like, once he actually because in the beginning he wasn't landing punches. What's the dude's name again? Tony, Tony, Tony uh, Ferguson. Yeah, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson and Anthony Pettis. So Ferguson, I was like, he's a big dude. If he lands one of these like monster punches, this guy is going to go down. But he just kept on getting hit. Like He wasn't getting any landing any punches. All of a right. sudden, he starts landing them. It was like the weight of the world was hitting this guy in the face. Right, right now, you know? you're talking about Derek Lewis, the heavyweight. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who I'm talking oh, no, about. Yeah, he Lewis. was huge, and he was winded. He, uh, uh, yeah. the, one who, the guy who won. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The, his actual name is the his name is the Black Beast. The Black Beast. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yo, he told yeah. he told uh, Joe Rogan he wanted to smoke weed on his podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did. He did. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, all the fights leading up were definitely great, and I think that was it was worth the the the, the money you paid. If you paid for pay per view, mm-hmm. which I didn't, then it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I didn't pay for it either. I got luckily I was invited to a party where yeah. it was already paid for. I loved how you like <laughs> asked like how much it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I wanted to know because like I always right. wanted to see if like something. Like like that you feel like is worth it and yeah. and after 
quite honestly, after that happened, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, yes, this is absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah. I mean, I you have that, that. You have that go down. You know. Um, yeah. But you know, now that there's you know no more baseball season, um, you know we. We want to talk a little bit more about the Mets before we stop talking about baseball completely because I feel like yeah. that's coming soon. It's it's, it's almost to the end. To the it's point almost where... at the end, but the Wilpons are back at it again. <laughs> oh boy, they really are. Uh, they really are. Boy, they are. So anyway, Jeff Wilpon, who I just who I love, I just love this guy, and I'm being sarcastic in case you didn't hear it in my in tone of my voice. But he basically, we have a way of uh, you know kicking people out the door. So uh, Sandy Allison, and God bless him. I mean, he ended up well, having to. You know, cut cut his season a little short because he did get cancer and he yeah. had to step away. Right. Um. But in in that, at the end, he just basically talks about in so many words that Sandy Allison just did not do a good job of getting talent. Is what he was saying. You know, the effort was there. We did everything we could, but the talent wasn't there. So you're pretty much blaming your yeah. Your GM. You're blaming your GM. Yep. Um. I think the effort was there, but I don't think we got out of them what we should have gotten out, and that that could be partially. Even though the effort's there, the talent wasn't, and that's something that the new GM's going to have to work on. Um, you know, the way the fans came out last night for David was spectacular, and I can only say thank you again to them because. Does he annoy you? Doesn't yeah, does like, like, uh, like the way the fans came out for David? Like you're trying to co-sign like that was my idea. Yeah, the rest he's trying of the to grab season was Sandy Alderson. Right. Yeah, he's taking the only good moment and really, making it his. That's really hurtful. Man. I asked Jay and David to sit next to me since I've been sitting next to them, but nobody volunteered. So. <laughs> well, I wonder why, Jeff. Like, no one wants to sit next to you. Like, no right. one, one wants to hang out with you, bro. You're a disgusting human being. Yeah, you really are, bro. Like, that. that's so hurtful. And, and uh, I'm so disgusted because Sandy Alderson, like, got you to a World Series that you didn't deserve to be in. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, you did not deserve to be there. No. The Mets didn't even know they were going to be there. It was such a big surprise to the point where, like, my entire family was in Disney World mm-hmm. uh, for the World Series because, like, I never thought the Mets would be there. You right, know? Like, right. And I believe every year, but... Not, not in it was it was like going to Disney World. Yeah, you got it. Really you gotta, was. Yeah. It was the same. I it remember when we same. did that video. I mean, me, when yeah. Mike and I first started yes. doing this oh, before we went professional in the playoffs. You know, we were yeah. <laughs> we, oh we were we were doing God. it on cell phones. Yeah, um, which we still are in a way. And we had but. a cameraman that just kept <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, and he but he tried to ruin it, but he didn't. But we. <laughs> It was funny because it was kind of cold, and you and then Mike's outside. He's like, yeah. he has gloves on. He looks like a complete <laughs> insane person, and he's out there with gloves on. And, and uh, it just cuts to him, and he's like, "I wanted to come out here." We both have the southern accent going on. He was to get a feel for the players and how the, how the weather conditions are. He's got his oh, mittens on. It was freaking good times. cold, man. Yeah. It was so much fun, and and we're forever grateful for that. Mm. But Sandy is the reason for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, for you to kind of like turn your back on them and think the fan base is going to be okay with that because you did something, you finally did the right thing yeah. in your career for David Wright. Right. Like shame on you, bro. Yeah. Like, and that's exactly why some of these guys are like, yeah, we're not, we're not even entertaining the fact right. that you're looking for a new GM because we don't want to mm-hmm. be a part of the Mets. Oh, the really? G- the GM yeah. turns it off to a great start. Such yeah. a great start. And I love the way that you said, like, you know, he takes, he's taking credit for the only good thing or any only positive thing it's right. like me sitting here and trying to tell you guys right. that i'm taking credit for the respect shirt you know what i mean oh, like no. you know you know that 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 refive pack like like if i'm if i'm so so if i'm gonna sit here and say that's my idea you know but I, it wasn't so no, but it was basically, mine. It was so, mine. so so you know let's just everyone just take get equal credit but <laughs> <laughs> let's just call it that everyone just gets equal credit how about that uh but the re the refive pack man respect baby steve and i were like we're not gonna sell one of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll say two. We didn't think we were going to sell any of them mm-hmm. because we were just we, we. But Ryan was right. It's our number one selling shirt. Mm-hmm. Respect, uh, mm-hmm. David Wright, because that was the word that was used every single day during that that entire mm-hmm. week. And, and obviously, you know who doesn't have respect? Who? Jeff Wilpon. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, you just had you he, saw dollar signs. He man. has no respect whatsoever. So, so every time you buy one of these, it's just one extra dollar that's not going to Jeff Wilpon. Mm-hmm. But lets the world know you're a New York Met fan. Yeah, right? exactly. So re I mean, five pack. Re five pack, man. You got the R E five pack. Yeah. You know, and David Wright, God bless him, he used to have some some pecs. He really he did. did. He really did. And then, you know, this is with the spinal stenosis and all, it's you crazy. you not only lose your spine, but you lose your your pecs as well. <laughs> you know, you really yeah. do. And I, I feel for David and I'm only trying to make light of the situation, but I love you, David. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Hey, look, we're selling your t-shirts now, bro. So yeah, like man. we're, we're, Thank we're you. doing it for you. Refive pick. And it's October. It is. Um, so, you know, being that it's October, we want to introduce a new shirt. Um, this is kind of your baby. I, so I think yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going like, like to pass I, the time. Yeah. I want you to introduce this shirt. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So, uh, you know, um, you got to give us a shot every single day but more importantly uh october's breast cancer awareness and i think um first off women in general like they have a harder situation than any male could ever imagine i watched my wife give birth to my beautiful daughter and i could never do that and then i also watched one of my best friends uh a girl that uh the producer of this show myself um care so much about and go through not only through pregnancy, which is something that, you know, a woman understands that they got to go through. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a 24-year-old girl to go through breast cancer and show up to work every day and, and just do whatever she needed to do to get by mm-hmm. and not ask for anything else. Like, I was like, well, what can I do to make this better? And yeah. as we keep growing and we keep selling these shirts, I was like, you know, let's make this pink and white shirt. Right. And, uh, give all the proceeds because if you do the math, like everybody knows how much it is to get a shirt created. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how much it is to, to ship a shirt. Mm-hmm. So for us to give $10, uh, to this shirt, um, to the breast cancer, uh, foundation, um, is huge because to be frank, there's other breast cancer people who you think you're giving your money to and they're giving a quarter, mm-hmm. uh, like 25 cents yeah. of the proceeds to them. We're going to legitimate, we'll show you the check. Yeah. Every single shirt we sell is going to go to the breast cancer association, $10 each shirt. And, and I'm, I'm beyond excited. And when I got to share it with Angelica, um, she was unbelievably surprised and she can't wait for us yeah. to, to be successful at it. So I'm excited. I'm beyond proud and, uh, a little emotional. I so, mean, look, yeah. give us a shot right. so we can give this great cause a shot. Right. You know, and, and it's, it's actually a nice shirt. I, I'll be honest yeah, with you. I mean, it's it's hot pink. First thing I looked, I, I looked at. I was like, "Yo, that shirt's hot." Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying the pale, the pale pink. I mean, I'm, I'm right. a designer, and I just, I just, you know, obviously it's a lot, lot more bigger than just a design. Mm-hmm. But right, I, the, the the light pink is not. It doesn't really pop. Yeah, this does. That hot pink pops, but you get it that does. shirt. It's available at mikexsteve.com slash pink. Mm-hmm. Mike times right. Steve. Mikexsteve.com slash mm-hmm. pink. Available mm-hmm. right now. Please go get that shirt. And give us a shot to end breast cancer. Yeah. The National Breast Cancer For Foundation. real. You know, give us a shot. It's crazy. You got to give us a shot. For real. Hey, look, man. <laughs> so the, the Cubs the Cubs had a shot to get in the postseason. Right. Um, they, I want to get into a little postseason baseball here because it's been exciting. 
And the Cubs actually, uh, which I thought kind of was an upset, they first they lose a divisional game, so they right, don't win the right, division. Right. And then they have another chance against the Rockies. Right. And they lose again, so they're now they're out. <laughs> right. They're out completely. So now we got the Rockies versus the Dodgers. Right, right, right. And what's the update on that? Is it is it two O Dodgers? I believe it's two O no, Dodgers. No, no. So the Braves went towards the Dodgers. The Rockies went towards the Brewers. So mm-hmm. it's Coors Light versus Miller Light, bro. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. And you're a fan of Miller, and I know Obviously. your producer is a fan of Coors Light. Yeah. Anyone watching us knows I'm a fan of Miller right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> 64, to be exact. Actually, we do we do have an update here. Mm-hmm. The Brewers have swept the Rockies in advance of the NL. So there you, How, there you have it. Put there it right in the it. center. Right here. We have an update. That just happened that just live happened. on the air. Right, right. So you, like, breaking news. All, we don't know. Not we. We, we can't break. Uh, you know, go go a whole day without breaking news. Yeah, it's crazy. We cannot. Right? We cannot do a show without breaking news. It, yeah, it's it's. Like, you it started know, with LeBron. It started with LeBron, and it just it, we kept on going up from yeah. there. We kept on going up. So so the Brewers won. So now I could show my Miller on TV. Yeah, you can go Wait, ahead. So, right so up Mil- front. Miller won over Coors Light. Miller B Coors Light. I don't like Coors Light anyway. Man, that, that, that's a, that, Coors, that makes sense. Uh, Ty loves Coors Light. My whole yeah. entire relationship <laughs> is built on Coors Light. So, <laughs> <laughs> Me and my fiance's relationship is built on Coors Light, so I don't, I'm not having a second guess. You never know. When you're, know. We never know what's going to happen when you say things, like when you're about to say things. Like I make a statement like that, and it happens to mean everything to Ty over here. Like, you know what I mean? It really, it really does. I'm like, Coors sucks. And he's like, my whole relationship is built on Coors. We, that's what we did. We would just hang out and drink 30 packs together. That's how we started. I swear. I, gonna, I'm not going to lie, man. I still don't like Coors. He's really going to rethink his old life now because yeah. the Rockies lost the Miller. Well, look, 64 is good, though, man. If you're trying to keep that hourglass figure like myself, yeah, you know, yeah. get on that. Really good. Uh, because we're going to eat a sandwich probably in a little bit. And, yeah. I, you know, I can I can save all the calories I can get right now. So what's uh, Dodgers and Braves are going on right now? What's that situation? Yeah, the Dodgers and Braves, it's nothing, nothing right now in the second inning. And the Dodgers have a two-game lead. The Braves are looking for their first win, hopefully, in that series. Damn. I'm not hoping for it, but, right. you know, somebody might be hoping for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so the Galleria <laughs> gave us our sandwich of the week. And... Um, I want to share something. They're they're in Bordentown, and that's the town that Bordentown. Um, what's up? Yeah, my family's from. So, uh, three ten Ward Ave, Bordentown, New Jersey, zero eight five zero five. Their phone number is six zero nine two nine one nineteen eighty. Lagara Lagaria Food dot com. Jeez Louise. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, the reason why I wanted to share with them one, my wife loves this place. Two. One time we were leaving there and we forgot something and the owner runs out to like our car and like I'm putting Peyton in and, and we're going there and, and the owner felt obligated to make sure we had the right food with us. And it was it was such a cool experience. Jen looks at me and she goes sandwich of the week. So this is what <laughs> this is what we're doing. She this has week. a gift. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they gave us a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're going to eat the fatso cheesesteak. It's got like chicken cheesesteak. It's got onion rings. It's it's got barbecue sauce on it. Uh, that's what Steve and I are gonna take a bite mm. into. Our intern um, has the capria, no, the chicken Picasso, which is like a chicken parm but with vodka sauce. It kind of looks like a Picasso. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it looks like a Picasso badass. drawing. Like, you, you're gonna enjoy that, bro. <laughs> and then our intern's got the buffalo wings. So uh, La Galleria, um, you know, it's it's an awesome freaking place. Again. 310 Ward Ave, Bordentown, uh, 609-291-1980, legaleriafood.com. 
And uh, it's such a cool place. If and you could type, you have the ability to type, you need yeah. to type that. It's your computer right now. It's so hard to even read. Yeah, like, type that right uh, now. Their, their website is is definitely hard to read. I, I'm going to give them that. But uh, here you go. Cheers. Cheers, man. I'm going to take a bite after you. That way one of us is talking. <laughs> but um, but in any case, look, we got the Yanks and the Sox. I mean, the Yank, the Yanks versus the Red Sox right now, man. Oh, boy. Uh, look, it looks like it's going to be a good it looks like it's going to be a good series because it's 1-1 right now. At first, I was kind of hoping, too, that it was just going to be a sweep and just, like, embarrass them for nothing. I would have loved it. But uh, what we're, what we're going to get right now is we have a we, – we look like we have a good series in front of us. Like, we're going to get a maybe six-game, seven-game series. And I hope it does go seven. You know, those are the best series. And you know the Red Sox and the Yankees have not met since 2004. That was the last time they were in a playoff series. Right. And we all remember what happened in 2004. Right. I had me happy because they were the Yanks were up 3-0, and they became the first team to ever blow a 3-0 series lead and lose the next four games. Uh, that was uh, the last time they met up. So it's, it already has a lot of you know, history behind it, a lot of bad blood. Uh, you know, there's, already, there's always fights, it seems like, all the time between these two clubs. And it was good, it was good to see Fenway on, on, the, on the big screen, too. I was like, oh, you know, it look, that looks familiar. Right, you know, right, right, right. Uh, just to stop you, one of our multipliers, Carlene Calix, just said, I just got one of the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm. You got to give us a shot, Tease. Thank you so, so much. That I means I see you right world. here. It just popped up on the screen, too. Yeah, that's so, that's so awesome, and, and that's what we're doing it for, and uh, that's, that's freaking awesome. But, yeah, like you said, it, shout it's out to Shout out to Carlene and the Swedes. And the Swedes. Um, 2% following. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and, and the one thing I would tell you in a five game, game series, um, for the Yanks to steal one in Boston, that's, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, Aaron Judge has hit three home runs in the last uh, three postseason games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like I said before, Gary Sanchez. Uh, the Yankees were like, let's get rid of him. Let's get DeGrom and not him. Well, <laughs> you'd probably be up 2 nothing if you had DeGrom because J.A. Happ <laughs> is the reason why you even lost one game in this whole thing. Because you take J.A. Happ out of this series, um, every inning the Yankees have won. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I, love the way, I love the way you talk uh, and you do an impression of a Yankee fan because it's almost right. like a Yankee accent. Right, it's right, not like right. a New York accent. No, it's, it's a Yankee it's, accent. It's, oh, my God. Why'd you <laughs> It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's right. irritating, to be honest it with is, you. It absolutely is. Other and fans get, get excited when their team wins. We only get pissed off when our team loses. <laughs> and the fans, you know, like they, they don't really know how to watch a game, in my opinion. They so and I want I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that a little bit. The reason why they don't know how to watch a game with their fellow brother is that like look at the A's situation with it with the A's fan right. athletics. Um, so he he pours what beer on him? He's supposedly yeah yeah. So they douse him with beer. Like they're up like ridiculous at this point. Like it wasn't even a home run that like took took the lead or tied the game or anything like that. They just were like, hey, let's go on social media. The next time the Yankees score, we're going to douse this poor Oakland A kid with with beer. Right. How old was this this kid? He looked young. He definitely was young. He looked like 21. Yeah, 21. He's not old enough to drink, but he's old enough to wear a beer. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) He also looked scared for his life. He can wear a beer, but he can't drink it. He absolutely did. And and, and, and the, the funny part is, like, you just felt bad for him. There's no way in the world any... Any person just smirked at this. So, mm-hmm. like, everything went viral. The Oakland A's are like, you know what? We'll just um, 
we'll send him tickets for a game next year and we'll give him new apparel to wear and all this other stuff. And he kind of thought that was the end of it until social media was like, no, we found out the douchebags that did this to him. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, they had to publicly apologize. They take this guy out to a club. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're partying, they're apologizing and all this other stuff. And at the very end, and I'm telling you, like at the club, they got turned up yeah. like if you watch the video they mm. get ridiculous yeah and 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 at the very very end the two yankee d-bags are, are walking out and this dude and another guy just douse them with beer i was just gonna say that too <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was like eye for an eye you know shirt for a shirt shirt for a shirt you know what i mean right? like for real yeah. like you want to do that to one of our guys i i think that they definitely yeah. needed to uh, douse him in beer they did that to a meth fan it'd be way worse than oh that. the repercussions yeah, yeah you know, i might take it upon yeah. myself to get back yeah it would have been a roll in the stands it would have been right. a, it right. would have been an excuse for me to, to to get crazy yeah i agree you know what i mean i, I was i and, and especially the person they did it to like mm-hmm. the kid just looked so innocent mm-hmm. like it was it was legit it was like a human crime yeah. it was like um what was it what would you say crimes against humanity kind of thing right yeah it was crazy it was it, so. like the look on his face when he turned around he's just like why yeah why? Right, right right come right. on man kind of sound like nancy kerrigan a little, <laughs> a little bit i'm just I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you if you folks that are old enough for that <laughs> why that that's exactly what our intern just sounded like i think someone uh, just hit him right not the joke about it, but so someone just hit him in the me. Yankee way, yeah. So it's just <laughs> that is the Yankee way. It is the Yankee way. I, they, I, like I always say, they don't appreciate anything. I they, experienced they, that once at a hockey game once before, like a, a a Devils game where these kids were like chewing tobacco and drinking beer, and clearly they weren't old enough to drink beer. Mm-hmm. And like whatever, like um, coach they were with or whatever thought it was cool to bring their high school mm. kids and and buying beer or whatever. But they're spitting their tobacco onto this girl. So wow, are you yeah, serious? I swear to God. So of course, my wife, being who my wife is, why I sat there and I was like ready to like intervene. Mm-hmm. She got security involved. They watched them spit into the girl's hair, and they kicked everybody out. Wow. And, and the coach uh, definitely got um, arrested for giving minors alcohol. So who's who's worse, Philly yeah. fans or the fans in the Bronx? Huh, I, I we're just talking baseball here. Yeah, uh, right, because that was Devils. Um, it really depends on the situation, I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, my heart wants to say Phillies. Yeah, my yeah. heart does want to say Philly. Right, you know, but it's, it's the trifecta. It's the New York got... thing, though, too. I'm a little biased because of the New York thing still. Right, right. You're but, still hoping there's But I don't some... want the Yankees like no, being no, New York either. Yeah, like yeah. I'm almost like embarrassed that they're in New York. Well, that's what sucks. You know that what I mean? one year where we had to go through with like the Phillies and the Yankees playing each other in the World mm-hmm. Series. Yeah, that was tough yeah. to go through. I, I, I think yeah. the Yankees fans are embarrassed of the Mets. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you for that, yeah. Ty. The thing yeah. is, though, the, the Yankees fans don't have a reason to be that trashy and to be to be that that, that disrespectful. Our they, team's trashy enough terrible. sometimes. All like, they do you know, is win, and the, yet they still want to complain. They still want to be garbage, basically. Right. right, right, right. And our our players aren't trashy. I'm not saying that they're trashy, like you know, like Philly is. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that they are basically, um, you know, not very good talent. As Jeff Wilpon told us, he just, that what talent I, wasn't there. What I will say is, when, so we're when you trash. have success, mm-hmm. um, people uh, people follow, and sometimes some of those people who follow success 
are freaking dirtbags. Yeah. So I think uh, the average Yankee fan might not be that, mm. but the fact is they're so successful that you get that 30, 40 percent, mm-hmm. whereas like our 30, 40 percent might not be that bad because right. they're 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 blown away by us. Like right. because like even like when we left that wild card game and we lost like so many people were saying things that didn't even make sense to me. Like they're, they're ch- they're making jets chance. Like bro, the jets aren't going to be irrelevant for another five years. Mm-hmm. Like, especially at that time. And then they're like, uh, making fun of familia. And I was just like, familia is a reason why we're here. We didn't have Degrom. We didn't have Noah Syndergaard. We didn't mm-hmm. have David Wright. We're at a wild card game in 2016 because of Cherry's familia. Right. Like, and, and, and the guys that are actually playing. So, I was a little hurt by that. So I don't know. So I, I can feel for the Yankee uh, fan because there's legit Yankee fans out there, mm. but they're they're definitely drowned out by the douchebags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's twice. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, speak, speaking of Philly, and I just want to uh, apologize to all Philadelphia fans because you are like our biggest uh, demographic. Followers, yeah. You really are. Now. So like, I don't, it's not like the city, you know, that I have a problem with. It's just in sports in general um but but in any case i'm a new york fan what do you want from me right um i want to rehash gritty a little bit now gritty is someone that needs to be rehashed he looked like he has been rehashed it's like just the way he looks you know what i mean he looks like he's something that's been rehashed but he's back gritty a reject from sesame street for sure (laughs) exactly uh yeah when it was unveiled yesterday i wouldn't say that the excitement the screams of excitement weren't about that it was more like you know fear and all it really was. I mean, look, this guy's scary. There's already like uh, just wanted to update you on him. Like he's he's had his performances now because hockey has now began. Right. So now that we have a hockey season back, you know, in the swing of things, this is his first year. Right. So he's like all over the place. Like he doesn't even know how to skate. Like it, you, how do you have a mascot that doesn't know how to skate? Last night was operating, you know, the t-shirt cannon. Right. And was falling all over the place uh, in the game against the Bruins last night. So. Yeah, he, he's like, he's a mess out there, dude. He is a mess. He's a, a Philly mess. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that he's like, he's seeking help now, like to try to get better. Like he's going to like these AA meetings and, and stuff like that. <laughs> well, the the funny thing is like the only other thing that we could remotely talk about hockey, because uh, nobody cares about hockey. Do you care about hockey? I used to. Not anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's the Mighty Ducks 26th uh, anniversary. So. I was like, what if Goldberg met Gritty? Mm-hmm. Like, how freaking crazy would that be? It would yeah. just be a... Doing crime together and everything. <laughs> a little bit loyal, but mischievous, uh, with a penchant for eating snow from the Zamboni. So Looks uh, like you could eat kids, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> more, like, more like snorting snow. <laughs> could you imagine, like... <laughs> snorting snow and eating kids. That's what he's all about. <laughs> that's, that's, his, like, that's his profile. I like, can't get over it. Whenever those eyes just go crazy, uh-huh. like, it's just nuts to me. Wow, that's insane. Uh, no. But and, and no one, no one, another thing I noticed about Gritty is, like, nobody cares to just, like, to, like, say how it is. Like, right. no one's ever tried to sugarcoat the situation with him. Right. It's always like, no, no, he looks like something from a nightmare. Like, <laughs> there is no way around it I he has problems a, that's the only way to have a flyers mascot so mm-hmm. I you couldn't have done it any better it, way it's playing right into mm-hmm. their hands so it is it is good for it them is. so uh i want to talk about this because it's it's baseball related mm-hmm. each year old and his right moment so um the mariners uh general manager uh jerry Depoto Depoto says that there are many questions to be answered about next season but one question he will not answer is the fact that ichiro suzuki 
will be a major league on the major league baseball uh, Mariners ma- uh, roster mm-hmm. uh, coming when they open the season for three games in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I think this is pretty freaking awesome. It is. I don't know about you. It is. Um, I mean, he deserves it from Seattle. Right. Right. You know, do I the mean, right thing. Yeah. Do the legitimately. Mm-hmm. It's a date for right moment for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, he turns 45 later this month. But the fact is, uh, you know, last year um, he started with Seattle. Uh, he took an off front office job. He uh, wasn't allowed to play under the contract rules, but he was allowed to uh, have batting practice with the team, practice with the team, uh, work out with the team, whatever he wanted to do mm-hmm. with the understanding that next year he could be there for spring training. Mm-hmm. So um, he's going to get ready. Uh, and uh, they pretty much said almost without certainty, without as uh, I would stop short guaranteeing it. That's what he said. But as long as uh, Ichiro is healthy, he will be uh, on the Mariners' r- mm-hmm. roster for this. Do you think so. they're going to bring him out there for spring training? Yeah. Um, you know, let him, you know, do his farewell uh, tour in right. all the Florida ballpark. Oh, they don't play in Florida. They play in Arizona. Arizona. Uh, no. Yeah. So Florida is the east, you know. Uh, but right. but in any case, uh, they they play out there and he just goes and sees all the teams. <laughs> and he does during spring training. So it's like, it's kind of like a half-assed uh, Jeter farewell. Right, right, right. It's more, it's, a, it's an Ichiro. But he should. And then he should, go to J- he should go to Japan and he could do it there too. The minute, you know, yeah, he the, should say goodbye to everybody. The minute he's in Japan, he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I just mean, telling you. Here's my understanding of it though. Because I mean, first of all, you have to respect the guy who last year, after he like started off in April hitting like 202, he took himself out. He wasn't happy with his performance. And he said right. that's not good enough for him. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, really, with my understanding of it, is like he's going to spring training. He's gonna be in in the Tokyo series there. And if he's if he's well, it, it sounds like he's gonna play. Just he's gonna be on the team, not just for that three games. Yeah. You, you know, as long as everything. I mean, he's gonna be there. It sounds like as long like they said, as long as he's healthy. I mean, aside from like he's the biggest. Um, Batter ever right. since Pete Rose. So exactly. I mean, hitting wise or anything like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 huge. It's it, it's monumental. It's 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 a huge gap between. I mean, think about it. Like, and I was talking um, to one of our multipliers about this during the week, and he's like, if Ichiro doesn't make it, like, does does any of these other guys get a chance? Right. Does Kaz Matsui? Does uh, Deki Matsui? Does um, you know, you could go down the list of of Japanese players that would not have made it if it wasn't for Ichiro. Right, but yeah, like you said, essentially, like he'll he'll be there for the the Tokyo series, and if yeah. all goes well, right. he could play after that stuff. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they get to have instead of twenty seven men, they get to have twenty eight. So um, it's going to become awkward. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> if 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 he plays well, he could end up being on the Mariners uh, throughout the the professional season, and and he's proved that he could do that before. So. I don't think he's going to half-ass it to this. I think he's going to um, make sure his body's in a condition where he could actually produce. He's going to full-ass it. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to full-ass it. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. I can't wait. It gives you something to watch in March. Um, so <laughs> he's, going, he's, going in, he's going in. He's going all the way in. He's going to full-ass yeah, it. So 18-year uh, <laughs> uh, Major League veteran with 3,000 hits, uh, 23rd all-time uh, uh, with the 311 batting average. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. In two thousand six hundred and fifty one games. He's he was great. He was a god yeah. in, in Japan. Still is. Yeah. Um and he he should do that. You know, let him go out into the sunset, 
And right. even this, what do you think about this, Mikey? What if you let, <laughs> hear me out, <laughs> what if you let uh, Ichiro go out there and play like opening day? Right. And then like do a David Wright moment where you take him out in the middle of the game yeah, and you have someone that. go go get him. Absolutely. What do you especially think about that? In, yeah, especially in Tokyo. Yeah. I, I would, I'd get a little emotional. I would get a little emotional uh, yeah. for him. Especially if it's Jose Reyes getting him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I don't watch baseball. <laughs> So I just want to say that I don't watch baseball, have, but uh, I did. Uh, is it, but Ichiro is he, is he not one of the first Japanese players? Or yeah, something? yeah, like, that's a hundred percent. Because I, I know I know that name. I obviously have that, I know Ichiro, and I and I feel like when he first came right. in, he was regarded as like one of the first international like Japanese I think, players, yeah. right? right? I think Nomo was the first. Nomo was yeah, Hideo yeah, Nomo. Nomo. Okay, Nomo. Okay. But uh, they, I mean, he just, was the first everyday player, right? Because right, right, they had right. pitchers only. First okay. and then and then the hitters started hitting. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I mean, he he owns the you know between Japan and MLB, he owns the record for most total hits as a professional. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. A pro- total professional? Yeah, as a total, total. professional. Like, between oh. the two leagues, he's past Pete Rose. He's past mm-hmm. anybody you can like imagine. That. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, that's crazy. But uh, in the words of Vince McMahon, you're fired. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> in the MLB, they had seven managers. That were shown the uh, the door this year, mm-hmm. whether it was from opening day or uh, since the season ended. And so, yet one of them wasn't Mickey Calloway somehow. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, that's crazy because I would take any of these seven in or, a replace of Mickey in, in a lot of situations. We're giving him multiple shots. So we always talk about yeah, how you got to yeah. give us a shot. Yeah. Well, Mick Calloway's got multiple <laughs> shots. He's like that dude you see at the bar and you know uh, you know right. he's taking multiple Just shots. Just give him another shot. <laughs> you, had shot. you had your shot right there. Yeah, he had tons of he shots. He had tons of shots. And you know what, though? Look, it's right. just his first year. Let's not get crazy in the words of, in the words of Jose Reyes. I mean, yeah. look. Let's let the guy, you know, have one more season. That's how I feel. But a whole bunch of managers were let go. Right. Hit him uh, with the info. Brian Price in Cincinnati, gone. Guys uh, like. Mike Matheny in, at St. Louis, Guys gone. like. <laughs> Jeff Bannister in, in Texas. Guys like. <laughs> John Gibbons of Toronto. And guys like. Mike Socia in, in uh, Los Angeles. And then guys like. Buck Showalter, <laughs> which is like devastating for me. Like, like, are there any more guys like? Or there, was that there's it? one more. <laughs> and what's that? Paul Molitor, one more. The Minnesota Twins, and Dan the Intern. <laughs> <laughs> and, and allegedly, he's going to call in now. There uh, might be still more to come. He's going to call. Yeah, because Dave Roberts is uh, the Dodgers, who are two and zero, maybe three and zero. I don't know. After mm. this ends, we'll let the intern tell us. But uh, they're they're saying if he doesn't lead this team to a World Series, he might be out because mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't pick up his option yet. Mm-hmm. So um, so Dave Roberts in in L.A. and you know um, how far did Don Mattingly go? He got to the NLDS right because Utley couldn't stop the mother effing Mets. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he tried. Uh, he did, and, and and now Don's in in Miami because of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah, there's whispers he might be out if if he doesn't lead the Dodgers mm-hmm. to the promised land. Uh, Puig promised they would get to the promised land. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, he can't even protect his home, let alone home plate. And he can't. Um, he can't. Keep- <laughs> He can't keep his tongue in control, let alone keep his, his right. bat in it's control. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I have a question, though, for the two of you. Out of that seven names you named right there, yeah. which would you guys like to see? If you could have Mickey Cowboy be replaced by one of them, I love who Buck, would it be? Buck or Mike? Who should stay? Is that what you mean? No, no. If, if you could re- replace Mickey Cowboy with any of those seven managers that got fired, mm-hmm. who would it right. be? Ooh. Ooh. I'd go Mike Sosha. I'd go Buck Showalter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'd go even as far as Paul Molitor because, like, honestly, like, he's just baseball. You know what? Who, you know who I want, man? Who do you want? I would, I would love to have uh, – what's that dude's name again? Former Yankee. Um Losing Joe, it, Joe but Ryan. oh, Buck, Buck Showalter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Buck, man, because that dude's a winner. I know it doesn't look like he's a winner because he only had like what 44 wins or 46 <laughs> wins this season. So it's not a lot of winning he did this year. But, look, but like, promise me, he's a winner. You, you can't, you can't be the reason mm-hmm. uh, your team loses that much. You no, you know, no, no, no one can I, do that. Yeah, especially like these managers show up nowadays, like. Mm. And, and the GM has the roster built for him. They're mm-hmm. showing up to their desk, and it says, hey, man, like this is who you're going to play today. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, these are the pitchers you're going to put in. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for yes or no, sirs. That's why Joe Girardi doesn't have a job mm-hmm. right now, um, because Cashman really rules the Yankees. I heard Terry so, Collins is on the market. Like he huh? wants, <laughs> What? He wants to get back and get it. gives yeah. a shot. You, know, you like can't forget about Joe Girardi either, who's still got to Yeah, be out he's there. still right, out there. Right, he is. He's out but there. But I'll tell you, if when Terry he's Collins does get picked up or something, he's going to be like, nobody told me. Nobody told me. What? You know what I mean? I didn't hear it in the papers. For I didn't hear what? it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I'll be the first to know. Um, you know, Terry Collins won't. He's he's not the first to know anything. All right. So uh, we we want to end on football real quick. Mm-hmm. The Giants. Is already that time? Uh, well, oh, wow. We can keep going. Man, keep time flies. Fun. Yeah. So the, uh, and, and when we miss you, I mean. It's yeah. Just, well, time flies when you're multiplying. Exciting. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, when you're, it does. When you're doing all these multiplications yeah. and, there, and there's just uh, numbers flying everywhere. It just grows. Um, it just, time just flies. It just keeps getting crazier mm. and crazier. So the Giants obviously uh, lost a heartbreaker today. Mm. Um, they're one and four. Um, you know, Odell Beckham expressed that he wasn't happy with the team's performance mm-hmm. and their heart and inability to complete a pass over 20 yards. Yeah. So um, he had a team meeting today and he took it upon himself to make sure <laughs> we completed a pass <laughs> over 20 yards. Yeah. So he had a 59 yard completion there to the running back. Uh, Charles Bark. Uh, oh, Jesus. Charles Charles. Bar- yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible, Mike. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. To Barkley, and that's uh, turn around. That's terrible. Yeah, right. That's terrible. Pay. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, he caught but, it anyway. Yeah, he caught it, and uh, he went in the end zone. So there was a point during this game, like Eli Manning, who was the quarterback the mm-hmm. entire time, had seventy nine yards, mm-hmm. and and um, Odell Beckham had like fifty three. <laughs> For the first time, I was really conflicted. I see what like uh, NFL fantasy does to a person, right? Right. Because right. I'm a Giants fan through and through, right? right? So, but I'm watching the Giants game, yeah. and like I find myself rooting against them. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world because I want that belt so bad. It's right over there. I want it so bad. So I'm like, I'm like, come on, Cam, come on, Cam, and right. I have Cam Newton in my fantasy. So. I'm not only looking for him to run all over the field, but I was praying that he had a drive, and right. he disappointed me. So not only did he beat my team, but he didn't really give me anything in, fa- in fantasy. Like it was like I at least wanted something. Like if you're gonna win, bro, right. give me some fantasy points. Right, I mean, right, don't be right. selfish. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You're right. And for, uh, for real. And we're just four days away. Four days away from Giants and Eagles, baby. Well, yeah, I, mean, I can't be wait to see the look on your face when you win. I can't wait to see the look on your face. Well, that's the funniest thing. The <laughs> NFC we East is mediocrity. It is. It really yeah. is. It's insane. It but that's, insane. that's why it's still wide open. Uh-huh. It's still wide open. And you know what? You know what? Um, I'm starting to see that that Todd Bowles is now starting to like get a little snippy. He is. He, he was is. never that way. He was always a very nice gentleman. Well, always thinking, very very pleasant. Yeah, but he's starting to get a little snippy. That's now. That's the same you know? thing with Aaron Boone too. Yeah. Like uh, now that they're like. He he was so respectful, and that's what the news media was saying about him. Mm. Now he made it into the playoffs. He won that wild card game. They're like he's changed like overnight. Like he's like telling them, I lo- like it's so freaking funny. And I so love hearing his voice. <laughs> I don't have time for BS. Can we move on? <laughs> You're gonna get that answer probably the next thirty times you ask it. 
so we can move on. Or we can move on. And if you can be over, either one is fine with me. Uh, the funny and thing. It's funny uh, because he's being so snippy, but at the same time, he's right. so calm. Like he's like the most like you know like monotone person in the world. And like right. it's like you can't tell if he's mad or but that any time he talks. But yeah, yeah, I love his voice, man. I and, love hearing. And they it. won today, thirty-four to sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I guess it works. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the funny part was like. Um, he's he's had his name out in the media. Um, beat writers have said like, yeah, there's there's a lot of talk that this guy's out. So I guess once you realize like you embrace the fact that whether your team starts performing or not, you're going to be out. Mm-hmm. I guess you could kind of have that little bit of swagger. So I, I guess it goes both ways when you're it winning or, or you're losing. You're like, listen, I I know what I am. Mm-hmm. So you need to you need to deal with. And it. let me get this straight: as a Giants fan, you just you know it's not Eli's fault. I mean, no, look, a lot no. of people are blaming Eli right now, but it's not his fault. That's what's kind of cool. Like, so Odell, like, went out and said there was no heart on the mm-hmm. team and all this other stuff. So he had to meet with his team and, and kind of, like, tell him, like, hey, uh, you know, this is what I meant by that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people may have taken that the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you talk to the press, they only say the bad stuff or the juicy stuff. So right. so he, he, he spoke to his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spoke to Eli. He spoke to Barkley. He spoke to everybody down there and he said after the game tonight uh that he's never been closer and this is odell beckham he's never been closer to his team than he is right now Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah and and granted they lost today but they fought like it wasn't eli's fault though yeah it was this is why it's eli's fault yeah because victor's looking at you sideways because victor because victor if you have odell beckham jr Mm -hmm. the most talented wideout i've ever seen Saquon Barkley, I thought, was the greatest running back prospect I've ever seen in terms of talent. Or Charles Barkley. Evan Ingram's been hurt, but that guy can fly. Sterling Shepard is an excellent slot receiver. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I blame the offensive line for years, and I know it's still a problem. Yeah, and the, the offensive line really is to blame right here. Because uh, I think, I think uh, you know, he had, when you have no time, I don't care who you are. If you have no time to develop any kind of play, right. you just can't get it done. That's no. the buzzword right there, play. Yeah. What plays are it's, it's play calling, too. It's not just the offensive line. We, we just throw it to people that are not right. there. Like, and look, they did, open. they did everything they could today to, to win. Yeah, they, and they then, ran some creative plays today, and that's why they actually had a chance today. That's why they actually scored 30 points for the first time in a long yeah. time. And yeah, they got yeah. creative today. That was the first time since TC was gone, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Coughlin, that they scored 30 points. Right. That's insane. It's that's definitely not, it's definitely not Eli. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I said He it doesn't anyway. help with, with, with being so slow and, and just <laughs> and, and kind of oblivious sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And then, uh, you know, we had the Eagles um, who fought fought hell, like hell, but uh, lost their 23 to 21. Yeah, no, they they shot themselves in the foot time and time yeah. again. I'm time not afraid to say it. Time. I hope they continue to shoot themselves in the yeah. foot every single week. You got to give them a shot to shoot themselves. You got to give them six shots so they can yeah, at least yeah, this, yeah. This, this Thursday sounds themselves. like it's going to be the battle of who wants at least. Yeah, yeah. We got to definitely make sure I want them to be down. Like, I'm happy they lost today because then come Thursday night, they're going to be down. You know, they're not going to have the momentum. So it'd almost be like, you know, how the Russian Dudes that were with uh, uh, Habib came in and hit <laughs> McGregor, like or kick Khabib. a man while he's down. That's what I want to do to the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to kick them while they're down. Right, right. Yeah, right. but who, who's down further? That's really the question. Oh yeah, right. and you know what? And um, we'll see. We'll, we're going to see giants. who takes it down on Thursday. But too excited. I think that they did everything they possibly could. And who who would have thought that was going to happen? Sixty three yarder. That's that's. Crazy. And Carolina basically they shot themselves in the foot by right. not getting a little closer. I was like, why don't they just go one more playoff and try to get a little closer? Like, right. They were so confident they were going to get the, the sixty three yarder. Had no, I think they had no timeouts. They were so right. confident they had one left. One left. One they left. Could've, they could have. Yeah. Gone close. Or they could have thrown. 
thrown to like you know the sideline, but they're like you know we sixty three no problem no problem no problem. So he comes right. out and just and he had like so many more yards to go. He could have kicked like a seventy two yarder right, right, with how right, far right. that so thing clearly went. It was no problem. Yeah, it was no problem. Yeah, nuts, was no problem. But nuts. you know to lose like that that's a heartbreaker. So, so I see what you're saying, Ryan, about you know we're both kind of not having a momentum. But when it's when it's the Eagles, I just rather see the Eagles. You know, get, I'd rather get defeated lose while they're the down. way the Eagles, uh, the way the Giants lost, than the way the Eagles did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Vikings frank. are listen. The Vikings are ready for that game. If you remember last year, them losing to the Eagles. Oh, I remember. Yeah, the Vikings were were they're about well, that. Well, we lost today. to they you came boys. In prepared. We lost to the Eagles off a 61-yarder. Exactly. You guys kind of lost on that same Yeah, that's not going to happen. (laughs) No, it's not. Or you're fired. It's going to be like a 21-point Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You're fired. You better hope that happens because if not, you're going to be the number uh, eight. You're going to be sitting with Dan. Yeah. You're going to be sitting with Dan on the unemployment line. Right. I'll tell you that right now. That that guy's got nothing on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he, you know, he could come back. He's still, you know, he wants to be back on the show. But in any case... um, um, you know, it's been great being back here. Um, you know, two you, weeks. Yeah, I missed you too. Uh, two weeks. You know, uh, not being on the show, it was killing me. I was going through withdrawals. I was going through podcast withdrawals. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, seeing seeing uh, the great work that you guys did uh, was tremendous. You know, when I wasn't here, so uh, awesome yeah. job, guys. Thank you. Waited, waited, take the bull by its horns. It's it's easy to do it when you know what C would say, so we kind of just went yeah. with that a lot. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, right? And you can kind of still too. feel me. Right. You know I, what no, I, mean? I got to still feel me around. It was like you were a ghost. Yeah. I, I got to admit, it's <laughs> not <laughs> easy sitting in that seat. It yeah. looks yeah. easy. It looks easy. It's right. not, it's and not I'm sure easy. it's not easy uh, in that seat either. I don't know. Not that I would know, but it just it doesn't seem like it would be. No, not at all. So. Any case, thanks again, guys. Right. Um, I do appreciate it. And remember, go back on MikeXSteve.com. Get your new breast cancer awareness uh, pink shirt. Yes. Um, Got to give it a shot. Got to give it a shot. Let's strike out cancer together, breast cancer. You know, let's do it. Please, um, please. For real. I'm being Help real with you guys. Out, guys. And don't, you know? don't forget to check us out on all your podcasting forums. Yeah. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Just Google just, us. Just Google us. Just Google us. Put in Mike X Steve and you will get everything. You get the whole shebang. Right, right. It's been great. I'm glad to be back. I feel 10 times better that I'm back in the seat. We'll have some news for you throughout the week. We love you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Oh